Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we discuss all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pesanite III. And I'm Meredith Brodbeck. And today, join us as we delve deeper into our series on Pretty Wild. Today, we'll be discussing episode eight, Birds and Bees. And boobs, really. Yeah. yeah. Another um, episode sponsored by boobs. So for house cleaning, um, I just have a little bit of Twitter. Um, Chris M. Massey one tweeted us, and he was in Cancun at a friend's wedding, and they were serving um, the what is it called, the tequila? I can't remember what it's called that we drank at the casino, and then um, Spencer know. and everybody drinks. Yeah. Um, and then he and I went into a wacky back and forth about how I was hot for the old man that he's in the picture of, and then I. <laughs> made him take pictures of the hotter uncle and requested that he get him to start an OnlyFans. I'm still waiting to hear back if that has happened. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Do, 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 do. Okay, and then Mallory, um, Mallory EC19, tweeted us and said, with the recent drama between Alexis and Nancy Joe, my friends and I, and Reddit, have been talking about it nonstop, so I'm pimping the shit out of this podcast because it's really the best companion. Um, thank you so much, Mallory. We really, really appreciate it. You are the best. And that's it for Twitter. Nice. All right. So I do kind of have a wild file, but it's not on a person. It's of kind of a piece of interest to this entire show and this case. So today's wild file is Detective Brett Goodkin. Oh, yeah, you said you were going to look him up. <laughs> okay, so I didn't find out that much about him personally, but he has an interesting story when it comes to this. So he was the lead detective on Alexis and some of the other defendants' case, and he joined the LAPD in 2003. And so then years later, when the movie was made with Sofia Coppola, which I believe was 2012 or 2013, he went on to have a brief speaking role and was also a paid consultant on the film. For the movie. Yes. But the issue was that he decided to take that on while three defendants were, their cases were still ongoing. So the LAPD opened an internal investigation <laughs> um, due to his involvement. Because he didn't inform them or the district attorney that he was participating in the film while these cases were ongoing. Now, were these ongoing cases with the bling ring? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that is no bueno. <laughs> yeah, and he was paid for his consultantship, too. So he was internally charged with, quote, obtaining the proper work permit for his time on Coppola's production for making an alleged false statement to head deputy district attorney Barbara Murphy about his work on the movie and for ultimately compromising the prosecution's case. <laughs> so he got very lucky with this internal investigation because the three cases that were ongoing never went to trial. They were all um, accepted plea deals. But then Brett Goodkin had a second internal investigation <laughs> because he was sending sexually suggestive text messages to a witness in the bling ring. No, <laughs> like one of the like defendants or no, a witness. So this woman, Jennifer Issa was a lingerie designer who hired Tess and Alexis to model for Issa lingerie. Did we see that? No, we saw Beata lingerie. So I wanted to see if one is the other or vice versa. Um, but she was a witness. And once he exchanged information with her, he wouldn't really leave her alone. And so he would send her emails like, I saw you outside your building today. You looked hot in that top. And Ew. Then, yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. And then apparently in the episode of Pretty Wild that he was on, he text messaged her and said, did you see me on TV? Did I look hot? That is not. Please tell me he was fired. He is still a police officer with the Los Angeles Police Department in his 17th year of service. That is a problem. Yeah. That is a big problem. Yeah. But that's what I got. There's a long, decently long article about it in the LA Times. It's it's pretty. Oh, send me the article and I'll put it on Twitter. Okay. I pretty much just went over that, but he's quite an interesting fellow. And a follow-up to another wild file from earlier. I've been trying desperately to find Tess's mother or something more about Ugh. Andrea because I just, I really want to know. And there's this very old blog that was talking about Tess's parents and buried in the comments, someone said, I looked up the name change document or I did a reverse address lookup on the document you posted. Uh -huh. And dear God, Andrea has had so many last names. Oh, <laughs> And it is my white whale now because that document was not in the blog post. 
That's frustrating. I know. So I'm really trying to find out. So stay I tuned. wonder though, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they're pretty open now. I wonder if we even just ask, like I might just like send her a message and be like, when were you in Playboy? I know. But like I said, it's my white whale. I want to track it down myself. All right. But we'll see. I would think court records. I, well, I didn't like have that marriage. Much. No, I mean, I know, but I'm saying eventually like marriage records are public records. Like, well, so I think what the, I think the document the commenter was talking about was Tess's name change document when she went from Adler to Taylor. But I couldn't find a record of that either. Why would Andrea's name changes be on Tess's document? Because at the time she was the legal guardian, maybe? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. But Crazy. TBD, and I felt like it proved a point because I knew that wasn't her real you, name. Yes, I'm very into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it, though. That's it. Okay, guys, well, we have very exciting news for you today. We have a very special guest, Taylor Anderson, a.k.a. Sleazy T, coming to us all the way from, I believe, Calabasas. Are you in Calabasas right oh, now? Oh, no, I'm in, I'm in Orange County right now. Oh, you're in Orange County right Ooh. now. Coming, yeah, that's where my Orange parents are. Orange County to us. Yeah. Um, so welcome, Taylor. This Thank is her you. first reality show TV yes. podcast debut, not her regular podcast debut. <laughs> and she is going to be discussing... Episode eight with us. So let's get started. Um, Taylor, you can't make fun of me because I have a date after this, so I couldn't bring my regular glasses. So I have to wear my little like, old man glasses that I have on my phone. So Oh my like, god, I love that. They're ridiculous. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, well let's get started. Let's delve right into the app. Um so the episode opens and with boobs. With boobs, yeah. Lots of boobs. Lots, lots of, of boobs, yes. Lots and lots of boobs. Like, so honestly, yes. how many times do you think that the crew has seen them like straight up naked? Because there's one oh. point where like all the if time she had like if she didn't have like great laser or something, like I'm yeah. surprised that they went so low in one aspect of, of it. Like there was one point where I was like, oh, like I don't yeah. see like I could do a passer on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit much. Um, and that's the thing that I think that a lot of people forget when they're watching this. There is a crew full of probably men like, yeah. in the room yeah. watching them be naked. Yeah. Like, it's a little much. Um, and I guess when Tess takes a shower, it's a family event. Yeah. The door is open and he's invited. Who gets in a shower without a towel? Like, don't normal people, like, isn't that something that you just assume you have in your bathroom before? I mean, granted, I bet it was a, it was just a, a fake way to get her in, but. I, um, even more egregious than the towel, I thought, was bringing your fake mother in a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I thought, like, so, first of all, I can't even imagine, like, taking pictures like that, let alone having, like, my adopted fake sister and, like, my fake mom watching and taking them. But if they have, like, this fancy reflector board or whatever, like, wouldn't you expect they'd have a better camera? You would yeah, think. That yeah, was like a cool Like, I was expecting, like, a, like a, a Nikon, like, a or yeah. Canon or whatever, like, a real camera, not, like, a rinky-dink mid-2000s, like, digital camera like I had in college. I, um, I'm wondering, <laughs> though, if they really had the fancy reflector board or if they just grabbed it from production. Yeah. I'm sure okay. they were like, give me that. The, the other interesting tell is that they tried to make it look impromptu, except that Tess has a full face of makeup on. She yeah. has eyeliner on, and it's like, oh, you caught me in the shower. I well, and also, um, for the first time, not the first time, but Andrea seemed a little high to me. Yeah. She yeah, I thought A little too. spaced out and loopy and glassy this episode. So, as I said to Frank while we were watching, Andrea is at a full 11. Yeah. This entire episode. Oh, yeah. She's, she's Andrea-ing out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we start with tons of boobs, and then we go to Gabby's boobs. Yeah. Like, first, we've got Tessa's boobs, then we go to Gabby's boobs. And as people with boobs, you two, I, I have a little <laughs> bit of boobs myself, um, I didn't understand the tank top thing. Like, why is a tank top? For, I mean, she was wearing a bra anyway, and they were like, put on a tank. Like, it's going to do amazing things to your boobs. What does a tank do to your boobs? I don't quite get what they were saying, but if... Like, I get it gives you cleavage, but it's not going to, like, push things up. Well, they she had a right? T-shirt on at first. And so I think they were saying, like, put on a tank and show off the fact that you've got little boobs now. They made it seem to me like it was some kind of magical, tit-enhancing <laughs> tank top. Like, I don't, I was like, if, what If that was the case, I should buy some. But, um, <laughs> alas, I don't think that's a thing in existence. But I thought that Alexis and 
or I thought that they both looked like super high when they were like coming at her for her yes. boobs. So yeah. I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, shit, you're gonna rip these things off me. Like, I feel chill. like this episode they were very fucked up. Yes, like a lot of it. Like there was, yeah. I think we saw a lot of glassiness, a lot of there was a lot going on. Yeah. Also, I wonder what Gabby thinks when they're like clearly high as shit and they focus like all their hyped up energy on her. Like, is she like, oh god, my sisters are high again, or does she just like think that's normal? Well, I think part of the hyped up part is the Adderall. Yeah. Gabby's on it too. (laughs) Yeah. So she's probably seen as hyped as them. No, but she does do like the snapping off the handle thing, like when she was like, so I and also I guess if you're. I think they've been doing it now for what, like three years? The drugs. Sure. So Gabby was like 12, 13. 13. So she probably just used to it at this point. Like, I don't get used to that. But yes, I wouldn't want to like cracked out bitches coming to my tits. I mean, she probably also gets excited about it because they're paying attention to her for once when maybe most of the time they're like not in the house going out or getting high. So sad. Well, but she did say in the, in, Alexis's podcast that she and Tess were very close. Like she and Tess, I guess, had a very like sisterly close relationship. So she probably welcomes it from her. Yeah. And like when my older sister, we did not get along growing up at all. But when she paid attention to me, I was still kind of excited about it. I also forgot um, about the nudie shower scene. Andrea said on Alexis's podcast, that is one of the things she regrets about the show the most. And see, I can't believe I admit you said that we were watching it, and yeah. I did not pick up on that when I was listening to it. But um, she should regret it. It was gross. Yeah. She said, I really regret bringing a camera into the shower to help try and get Tess into Playboy or something like that. I mean, it's oh. very Chris Kardashian of her, but. Yeah. Also, I forgot to say, like, did you catch that? She goes, you have great natural boobs. Like, nobody yes. has those. And I was like, really? Really? Like, you're like 80 pounds. There's no way that you have tits that big. And also, like, when she was saying, uh, I've been working out a lot, I was like, is that code for Adderall, heroin, coke? Like, I'm assuming. You know, that's what that workout looks like. Because she said, she's like, I've been working out a lot and dancing. So apparently, <laughs> apparently Tess is a dancer. Oh. Because okay. that's like how. Like <laughs> Well, we see that. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, just the pole? Because um, like, I don't see her in ballet shoes. <laughs> that's how Andrea met. Uh, Tessa's mom was the girls' dance class. Well, yeah, I knew that, but I was thinking like a four-year-old's like, dance class me where too. kids are just like bumping into each other and not really. Me too, but I guess I saw this interview that Tess gave with like Us Weekly or something when the show came out, and she was saying that like she did ballet for a really long time. All right, all righty then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I noticed that she did have some leg flexibility when they were working out, like yeah. <laughs> on their mat. I was like, wow, that was impressive. Like I'm a former gymnast, so like that. That was interesting. I was like, oh, okay. But then again, you know, who knows what other extracurricular activities she did to get that flexibility. Well, I think she's having like B-list rock stars bend around like a pretzel. So I'm sure that helps. <laughs> That's what I was insinuating. I said other extracurricular I didn't mean like she was, you know, going to a stretching class. I meant some bedroom activities. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought when we go into our next scene and they're doing Pilates. Oh, well, our next scene is Max and Tess. Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, so we get- I can't, I, sorry, I cannot see Max without flashing back to him telling Spencer about Heidi's inappropriate outfit. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Same. I can't see it. Yeah. Um, I want his shoes. They were like silver lame high tops. <laughs> I want them for myself. Um, they have a big talk about him going to South by Southwest. Because um, it's like Mardi Gras. That's what well, it's, Oh my God, I got so angry. I'm like, no, if you're going to compare, it's Jazz Fest. If you're going to compare yeah. it to something in New Orleans, it's like Jazz Fest. It yeah. is nothing I, like Mardi Gras. I literally wrote down, because like I'm a nerd and I took notes, and I literally wrote down, that's offensive to anyone who is living in the remote vicinity of New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it makes no sense. Also, this is South by Southwest 10 years ago. Yeah. It wasn't even like that big a thing at that yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, it was much more indie back then. Yeah. Hence Wicker. Well, and I also... <laughs> Did we know whether or not Wicker played there or whether they just went like to take it all in and try and mingle? Oh, I assumed they were playing. I don't know. Well, she, uh, when they FaceTime, or I guess the FaceTime wasn't a thing yet, when they video chat later on, like at the end of the episode, um, he says that we we played a show last night. Yeah. But then, then again, that could have been at like a bar. Like, that's well, not necessarily, I mean, it was like a yeah. South By thing. I mean, yeah, it could have been a bar at 2 a.m. 
Like yeah. I, or noon. Right. Like I'm sure they weren't getting like yeah. the top spot. Although they said they're playing House of Blues next week, so that's kind of a that's a big deal. Didn't Sheena sing there? Oh, no. was it Sheena's House of Blues? No, no it was some was other Rinky Dink little No, club. she was the Roxy. Yeah, she Thank was the you. Roxy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Sorry. Thank you. I mean, I live in Thailand, so I know. That would have been um, amazing if it was right, though. <laughs> but since you know hair, Frank, um, why did Tessa's hair look like she was wearing a wig when she had that little, like, side braid? Because I couldn't unsee it. Um, I'm no, not sure. Like it looked like a wig. I'm not sure. I think it may have been like a very aggressive blowout that she, like she might have just gotten it done and they did it super crazy full. Or they, there, there might have been a piece in it as well. There could have been like a clip okay, in yeah, that makes sense. or something in it. Because her hair does not look... It's long, but it's not, like, super, super thick. So if they threw a couple pieces in, and then if you braid those, they get really weird. So yeah. that, that's probably what it was, if yeah. I had to guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, when they're talking about South by Southwest and they acknowledge they're going to miss each other, they discuss groupies. Yeah. And how and Tess tries to be cute by saying, like, well, I guess I'll stay away from all of my groupies, too. Well, to be fair, she is, what wasn't she, like, Cyber Woman of the Year or whatever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they... Maybe eat. she meant Andrea. <laughs> Her number one or groupie. I mean, or the camera crew. Who knows? Or the camera crew. <laughs> True. And then they eat each other's faces again. Of course, yes. Yeah, that's what they do. And then we do Pilates. So and sorry. then we do Pilates. And Alexis says the dumbest thing which I've heard other versions of which she says boys are like buses they come and go every 10 minutes um the real saying is supposed to be I like my men like the subway hot packed and releasing every 30 seconds like she got it (laughs) I have never heard that before (laughs) so I immediately flashed back to like the last season of Laguna when Jen Bunny Heidi and Lauren are laying outside at Heidi's house and they are at Lauren's house and they are comparing boys to purses I agree I like that And one. then I also flash back to my mom telling my friends and I in high school that boys were in jeans. And you had to, like, try on a bunch of pants. Oh, try on a bunch of pants. the kind that fit. I like that. So you didn't watch Laguna Beach, so let me explain. The boys are like purses for you. So they're talking about how when you find a really gorgeous one that you want everyone to be seen with, mm-hmm. they're an asshole. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you have to find like your everyday bag yeah. that like you love. And then you have some of your yeah. old staples that like might not be that cute anymore. and might be like at a season, but you still love them. And so that was like, I think the Steven. Of it oh, all. I was going to say Steven Coletti, like a coach bag, like a Judy and Burke. I guess. <laughs> like not a Birkin. Yeah. They, that's the title of the episode too, is boys are like purses. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's cute. Yeah. Good one. Um, so they are doing Pilates and Alexis gets a phone call and it's Javi, the one named actor on IMDb, Javi. And I would also like to say real quickly, they weren't doing Pilates. They were doing Pilates. They did. <laughs> That's true. Singular. Oh, and, and when she gets that call, like I thought, so when did reality shows start insisting that you put every phone call on speaker? Oh, good question, because that's right. It wasn't on speaker. We didn't get to hear it. Because, um, like, for all we know, that was production calling her, and it was fake, which it probably was. Actually, like, yeah. on the Hills, original Hills, they, they weren't were, speaker. They yeah. were. So I would say it's probably in the last five years, maybe. Yeah. And I still feel like it's a bigger thing on Bravo than anywhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, but now everyone FaceTimes. Like, on all the they're all FaceTiming on the reality that. shows. Yeah, I hate sure. it, too. Phone is like, who really FaceTimes in real life that much? Like, I don't. I actually, I see kids walking down the street that are like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe my day just talking into their phone. I do not understand it. I trip them. Oh, it's because, they're, it's because they think they're vloggers. And then also it's like all the people that talk to, like, Instagram, which I find really interesting and weird because I've recently made my Instagram public because I did an Instagram live with the free PA person or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I had to, so they could follow me. And I was like, I'm so not an influencer. I can't just talk to my camera about myself. It's <laughs> and it's so much work. Like I look at those popular YouTubers, they're documenting their entire day every day well, and then one, editing it down. It sounds awful. One of my clients oh, who is a monster person. She should be a real housewife of Potomac for sure. Um, her daughter recently got verified on YouTube and she was like, here, I'm going to show you her channel. Like, so she's getting like sponsorships or whatever. Yeah. They just throw the ads in. She only had 3000 followers and it was the most boring. She literally yeah. was like, 
I'm walking down the hall. Now I'm going to go <laughs> in my bedroom. And oh, what should I wear? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what, yeah. who's watching this? That's what they do. It's so boring. It's, it's so, so much work for nothing, too. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. So anyway. But very good call. I bet you're right, Taylor. And I bet it was a fake call. Yeah. I bet it was. It was. Yeah. I thought the one at Geisha House was, too. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll oh, I hadn't thought about that. We'll get Didn't there. Think about that uh, so Javi's coming to LA and he's bringing a guy for tests, even though one wasn't asked for. Correct. Sure. Yeah. That's it. I, I also laughed at uh, Alexis trying to be like, oh, yeah, well, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to spread your eggs around. And I like literally died. <laughs> it's probably partially because like I'm in the middle of preparing for an egg retrieval <laughs> so you know <laughs> eggs are on the mind and I took that very literally as like spreading your like literal like fertility eggs around <laughs> and I thought, found it very comical but that's a you know reproductive medicine humor I, I like which is probably only funny to me Tess made it worse by like reiterating it too she's like I'm not just gonna spread my eggs everywhere <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally, like, had to pause it because I was laughing. I just picture her, like, one of those, like, Thai ping pong shows, just, like, shooting eggs. Like, <laughs> or, like, some kind of crazy Easter bunny. <laughs> so then the ladies go to Blue. 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 I checked to see if it still exists, and apparently it does. Really? Oh, oh all right. Yes. Um, and they're buying clothes for this double date, and then they get into a little bitch fight. Uh, Yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere, and I don't remember what started it, but it's the crux of it is that Tess is mad she's going out, but then is also fully willing to go out for the sake of Alexis, but just wants to be mad about it. Yeah, I didn't get it. The whole thing was... And also, I don't get how they have the money to keep doing all this shopping. The show? You think the show is well, paying for their clothes? But you're not seeing them actually buy things. Like That's I'm thinking true. back to like early seasons of All the Housewives franchises where they would always like show the little caption on the bottom of the screen of like how much they spent or you'd see a close-up of the cash register you just see them trying on a lot of clothes like you never actually see them purchasing them because i was first of all they should have plenty of clothes at home because they stole them from people like (laughs) can't you just whip out one of Lindsay lohan's tops and call it a day allegedly Allegedly. Allegedly. you cannot say that they did yet (laughs) she was not prosecuted at that point (laughs) and it was a purse frank how dare you Um, and then Javi and Tosh arrive. They do, and And I'm not mad about it. Ding dong. How old are they supposed to be? If I had to guess, I would say late 20s, 27. Yeah. I'm 32, and I thought they looked way older than me, but that could be one of those things where it's like you just go back in time and you think people look older. I think I I would have guessed late 20s. To me, I, yeah. Tosh looked a little older. I think Javi might have been reading older because of his stubble. Like, if he was clean shaven, Mm -hmm. I think he'd probably look a little younger. Um, But, yeah, I would say late 20s. Yeah. So, my favorite part of the scene, though, was that Tess is saying she's not excited to go out. And then we get the scene of them arriving at the door. And her next confession, she goes, actually, Tosh is hot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested. So, I was also wondering how old they were because when they introduce, uh, when Andrea introduces herself. He calls her Andrea. And I was like, uh, did you watch 90210 in, in, in real time? Because, like, homeboy does not look like a type to be watching the reruns on Oxygen. Like, sorry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, true. It's very possible. I was watching it before Frank came over. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I also didn't, I wasn't old enough to watch it in real time until the end of it. Um, they also say that Tosh owns a club. A nightclub in Cabo. Yep. And that Javi... Makes very established. Yes. Very. And Javi is the general manager. Did we yes. know that already? No. I don't think that when we met Javi before... Because here's the thing. If Javi was the manager of a nightclub or is whatever, when they were in Cabo, wouldn't they have gone to said nightclub? Well, did he own the club where that quote-unquote charity event was? With the pink dress. Oh, oh, maybe... That's a possibility? Yeah, that's a possibility. So had he actually met Tess before, and that's why he was coming? No, because she was like, he's really hot. Like, she had never seen him before. I guess so. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. And also, if you own a club in Cabo, is can't you get a lot of Cabo tail? Do you have to, like, fly to L.A. Yeah. to hook up with these girls? Well, so then the other Damn thing... Crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
The other weird thing that we heard on Alexis's podcast when she had the old producer on, and they said, like, they tried to get Tess to go on a date in Mexico, too, and it didn't work. Because she was dope sick. I know, but was it <laughs> Tosh? Was it supposed to be Tosh? Yeah. Uh, oh, good call. Maybe and so then they were like, Tosh. this still has to happen, and they flew them to L.A.? I don't get what for, though. I'm also surprised that they didn't name drop the name of the club. I was just about to say that. Like, right? Wouldn't you think, like, for both of them, regardless of what your job is at that club, that would be, like, your main priority. Yeah. Like, I would be pushing more for, like, don't make me fly to L.A. to see these, like, rando chicks. Like, make them come to my club and I can show, like, the name of it on screen. Yeah, I mean, he should have totally pulled um, a Mauricio and worn, like, a shirt with the name of the, <laughs> the club agency. on it and a hat with <laughs> yes. the name of the club on it. And, like, and then made Alexis a passport, name. too. Like, yes, okay. that's what I would have done. Um, yeah. Um, that's what and then, people do. And then they treat the boys to some pole dancing. Some pole, and the poles moved. Yeah. Because the pole was in Andrea's bedroom, and now it's in the living room. And as someone who used to have that pole, it's very easy to move. It's, like, spring-loaded, and it, like... Yeah. Chucks in the ceiling. This was tough. It was tough, and I'm a little <laughs> shocked that Andrea wasn't better at it. Yeah, well, the tough part is that Andrea also decides to dazzle her daughter's new boyfriend with her pole skills, of which she has none. 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 So it's doubly mortified. embarrassing. Doubly embarrassing. I don't think... Andrea doesn't get mortified, and the girls are too high to be mortified, yes. I think, is yeah. the issue. Because yes. they're all mortified about it now. <gasps> Guys. What? I found Tosh. You did? Oh, really? Shut up. Your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's him. Good Lord. Show Taylor. Like, he is. Here. My screen thing is weird, though. He looks better there than he did on the show. Yeah. Well, because he has stupid 2010 hair. Like, that was part <laughs> of it, I think. And he's more tan. Does it say what club he owns? Oh, my God. He is a handsome fellow. Because I can't the see Madera your face that stupid privacy cover on it. You're Tosh Berman, <laughs> co-founder and CEO of the Madeira Group. Damn. I wonder what... I don't need to look up the Madeira Group. Oh, don't um, worry. He has his own website. Okay, maybe I should save this for next episode. Yeah, yeah. Do him. <laughs> do him next time. That's good. Holy um, cow. Okay, so we've stripper pulled. Um, and then this is what I don't get. So then they all go out together. They are visiting from L.A. It's Javier's alleged first time in L.A., which I don't believe. Because then he says he has a lot of friends in L.A. later. But so you take them to do the most ridiculous, dumb tourist shit. But and he had a convertible Maserati. Do you rent a convertible Maserati? I feel like you, you can. I mean, I sure you can, but LA would be the place to do it. I guess I don't. Right. Um. But yeah, so stupid. <laughs> and as you, you being someone from California, <laughs> oh my god. Like they, That's never what I would take anyone for their first time in LA to do, ever. Ever. No. Ever. Also, that was the saddest Elvis that I've ever seen. Ever. Like the, yeah. the, the sideburns were, like, attached to the glasses. It was it was bad. I was like, I'm oh, pretty man. sure he was dead, Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was giving. Yeah. And then Tess, who is, quote, unquote, mad about this date, is suddenly dancing on the sidewalk with Josh. Well, I mean, she must have just scored. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In her Chanel flats. Yeah, they were cute. The they, Chanel flats. I know, but I've never—I don't think I've ever seen Tess wear flats. She wore well, flats unless they were like knee high. This boots. whole episode, I felt like she was wearing flats. I was like, are you trying to be like more business casual? Maybe she messed up her arches with all the dancing she's been doing as of late. <laughs> all the dancing and working out. Very possible. Um, you what? guys, Tosh owns to- Toka Madeira. Shut. Oh my god. Uh! Oh my god. Okay, I'm I sorry. Sheena's hooked up with him. I, I would wonder guarantee if Sheena's that Sheena has hooked up with him. She hooks up with everybody. everybody. She's not desperate, though. This is so good. I'm so happy. We're ending. He is hot as fuck. He is so fucking hot. Okay, we're ending. I need to stop. I'm stopping. Okay, that was really <laughs> nice good. Yeah, so, it's amazing. Oh, that is good. I love it. <laughs> um, and now... She, this is my favorite part, is yes. when Taylor, or Taylor talks about, I mean, I'm sorry, Tess yeah. talks about. <laughs> I'm on that episode. She says, even though I miss Max, but it really sounded like she said, even though I miss Smack. <laughs> <laughs> she probably said a hybrid of both. I'm sure. Um, my favorite part is when they drive by a tattoo shop. We were robbed. We were robbed. robbed for them to go, oh, we should get tattoos, and him to and go. And then they didn't. And then for them not to get tattoos. Yeah. So, um, my favorite part says, was Alexis being on the Star Tours bus going, a lot of young, hot celebrities live here. And I was like, girl, 
there should have been a gag order that you were not saying something like that because you are suspected of having robbed their houses. All of their yards. You should not know where they live. So well, that you know where they live. And she says, this is where my lawyer is. Yeah. And then later wonders <laughs> whether he didn't know. Come on. I know. Come on. Yeah. Well, the other interesting thing is they're driving through Beverly Hills, right? Like the flats in Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills. And that's like where Lisa Vanderpump's old house was. Like, it's actually not where the young hot people live. If they were going through the Hollywood Hills, I would say that's where the young hot people live. Well, I think Paris had weren't. They weren't in the Hollywood Hills at that point. Because like that sign leading into Beverly Hills, that's on like Santa Monica Boulevard. Right. In West Hollywood. Yeah. So... You're still kind of in that like West Hollywoodish area, but like, yeah, you're definitely not where like if people are living in the hills, which I feel like all those celebrities did, that's not where they are. So maybe the sign isn't that far. Things to like, say sir things. and pump. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, whatever. This um, is where okay. my lawyer is. So let's see. Search her Also, did she think he had never Googled her? And I love how at the very end, like Tosh answers that question for me when yeah. he's like, Google. And I was like, did she never think that? That was my Grab favorite episode. Everything. Yeah. Hands down. Everybody <laughs> knew about it. Everybody. And again, I, I she's acting, I mean, we'll talk more about it later, but she's so acting like, I can't say anything right now. I, there's no way. He, I mean, everybody knew. And again, Google. Like, it's not, this is so stupid. Yeah. Um. Then we get more boobs. Yeah. We go bra shopping with Gabby and Andrea. Oh, you guys will like this. I looked up the bra shop. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeanette bras. Yeah. Their uh, like tagline on the website is the alphabet starts at D. <laughs> Which I thought was I really funny. That. I can appreciate that. <laughs> now, I want to know if either of you ladies have ever leaned over, put your arms in your opposite <laughs> armpits, and like jiggled your tits into your bra. 100%. Really? That works? How does that... I mean, I haven't done the reaching under the armpit part, but I've heard it's just like kind of... You just kind of like, yeah, Yeah, 100%. I will never understand how Um, bras work. So when you're wearing a bra and a tank top, you don't want to get that little, like, fold right here. Armpit vagina? Yeah, your armpit vagina. So (laughs) sometimes you got to lean forward and yank it over so that it's, like, on the inside of your bra strap or, like, yeah, every once in a while you got to. My old friend had... Small boob. Small boob things, I don't know. I don't know. Those, Armpit but. lipo. I don't, I wouldn't go that far. I'd rather just lean in. She shouldn't have either. She looked fine. Yeah. But yeah, she got armpit lipo. She didn't like the armpit vagina. I mean, okay. Um, also, sharing bras is gross. Sharing it's underwear. Bras is, yeah, sharing bras. And with your mom. Sharing bras is like an emergency thing. Like if you are meeting a friend and you're like, oh shit, I have the wrong bra on for this shirt and you need to borrow one. Andrea also, again, at an 11, where she decides she's going to buy the same bra that Gabby's buying. It's like Gabby's first real bra, and her mom ruins it by buying the exact same one. But Gabby's 16. Shouldn't she have already had a real bra? Yes, but she clearly has Like, my 16-year-old friends all had slutty lingerie. Like, what the fuck? Gabby's, they treat her like she's 10. I don't entirely understand. I know. That's the vibe. It's weird, right? I mean, I also... I also did think that when she's like her face and her emphatic no, when Andrea said that they should get matching bras was probably like the most authentic part of the whole episode. Yeah. That is a 16 year old response. Like no other, like I have said that multiple times to my mom in that exact same (laughs) way. Yeah. Well, yeah. 16. She should, but she didn't have any age. I don't want to share underwear with my parents. No, hell no. (laughs) Um, so then we get a video chat between Tess and Max. And I'm actually astounded that if Max is actually in South by Southwest, that he's keeping in touch with Tess. Um, I'm not entirely because he's not stupid. We know he's been on the hills. Like I think he's working reality he's TV thirsty. to promote the band. Yeah, he's thirsty as fuck. So whatever it can take to like stay relevant. And um, I like that there was more boobs. Yeah, she asked him again. <laughs> I was also just like so distracted by his eyebrows, like. They were just, like, moving all about. Maybe I've been in Orange County for too long, and I'm not used to people having facial movement. But um, he was just, like, it looked like he was trying very, very hard to look like he was having a serious conversation and, like, really cared what what Tex was saying and, like, was really just, you know, excited about his day. And I was like, dude, calm yourself. Well, because I think he's just full-on playing the role of the, like, support from afar. Yeah. I couldn't get over his haircut. 
It's the same one he's had, but I just got so many shots of the back <laughs> I mean, of his it was neck. hot at the time. Oof. It was a look. It's a tough one. So then the girls are, is this when they're sunbathing? Yes. In the janky jacuzzi. Yeah. Can we do, who has a rectangular jacuzzi? It is a rectangle. Jacuzzi's I mean, are later there. On, later on, they did a, like a, a shot where they were coming in towards the house. And I just thought like my apartment building in Chicago, our outdoor area with like our jacuzzi looks so much nicer than like their yeah. supposed house with their supposed money. It's yeah. just like the jankiest shit I've ever seen. Their house does not weird. look great from the back. No. no. And the porch does like not mean. look good. The only part of that house that looks good is the gate. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, it's that is true. the only part that makes it look rich and fancy. It's yeah. the gate. The rest of it is shit. Yeah. And Alexa seemed high as shit to me in the scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, she <laughs> said that she and Javi were spiritually intact. I was like, yes. girl, you mean oh, and think? <laughs> like, what does spiritually intact mean? And, like, how are two people intact together spiritually? Like, eh. They spent, like, a couple hours together when she was drunk out of her gourd because she couldn't store smack in Mexico yeah. and that's it like how where's the spiritual yeah. connection come from exactly. um but yeah she was high as fuck she could not I have a feeling a the sentence. reason that she didn't get in the hot tub is because she would have fallen Whitney Houston and drowned yeah like sure. that's yeah, that's, yes, that's why she anywhere near the hot tub. Her production was like no water for you yeah Tess said are you gonna come in with me and she goes I'm just gonna lay and then what the other thing I don't get was when she's talking about Javier and she's talking about like I'm gonna have to tell him he doesn't want to sign up for this. How is he gonna want a girl who has to go to court once, once a, a month? month? What? Yeah, I didn't think it was like, a chronic thing. Oh, is she talking about possibly being on probation? Like she thinks she's gonna have to check in with a probation officer once a month? Like that made no sense to me. Yeah, like you don't go to court. Once a month. Too. You're going to jail, sister. Like that's where you're going. I don't know. I wrote that down too. And also like. I don't know if you met someone you really <laughs> tell me because I don't know if you met someone you really liked and you found out that they made a mistake but that they just had to do this one thing once a month is that a total deal breaker? Uh, it, it doesn't look good. I, know I mean, that. if I, I mean, was, if I, I wouldn't call it a deal breaker if they if it was like one thing. Like, but then again, I mean, it's also like robbing rich people. It's a little right. different. I mean, that's the thing is if I didn't know, if I met someone, didn't know, and then found this out after the fact and they hadn't told me, that's I would be friend. worried to have them at my house. Right. No, it's Thank like you. I wouldn't want them running off with my shit. Like, what if right. I go to the bathroom and, like, my watch is gone when I come back? Well, so what's funny about it is that she's pretending that it's, like, the follow-up and the probation and the court that's the deal breaker. It's like, no, no, no. It's the crime it's the and the fact that you haven't told me. Yeah. 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 Um, Ugh. And then we get... Andrea at 11. The sex talk. Yeah. That was not a sex talk. It was wear a condom. Like, I thought she yeah. was going to Well, I mean, assuming Gabby knows how to sex works. But I, I don't I, know. She doesn't know how bras work, and she's 16. So. True. I mean, uh, also, like, I like how she was saying, um, now that she has sexy underwear, like, I have to make sure no one sees it. It's like, was the sexy underwear really the deal breaker as, as to whether or not your 16-year-old is going to go have sex or not? Like, I don't think so, the sexy underwear is making a difference. Your other daughter, who's only three years older, is out banging the planet. Or was, anyway. And did a strip purple dance, like, days ago and flashed her underwear to the whole room. Yeah. So, are you that concerned? I mean, I want you to wait until marriage. Okay, Andrea. Is that what she said? Yes! Yeah. She said, said, I'd like you to to wait until marriage, but if you don't, just remember this rule of thumb. That's horrible advice. I miss that part of it. Yeah. Well, I do love, I appreciate at the end that Gabby did say this is the worst sex talk in the world. Agreed, Gabby. I agree. It was the worst sex talk also, in the world. Also, Gabby's room had zero personality. Like, what 16-year-old doesn't have pictures in their room or something? It just, like, it looked like it was, like, a staged room in a, a Well, it, it kind of is, it right? Kind of because is, they didn't move in that long ago. And what, I'm trying to remember, what was the filming timeline? Eight weeks? Yeah, it was short. And I think they moved into the house like two, three weeks into this. So she, I think they've only been there for a few weeks. So she probably yeah. just being like a lazy teen and hasn't thrown shit up yet. Yeah. Well, too, she's homeschooled. She like, when she says friends, I'm like, who, yeah, who? who are your friends? And yeah. <laughs> but also like you guys said that she was at an 11, a high key 11, Andrea was. And um, that like big eyed smile face that like haunts me in my dreams. Yeah, yeah. it's like, terrifying. It, yeah. terrifying. 
Like you could easily like, see it with a knife in her hands. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh my god. It should be a horror movie of her face. <laughs> um, also, I love that. Was it who said that Tosh is really grounded? Was it Andrea? So Andrea has Tess and Alexa. They're having a chat about how she really likes Javi and Tosh. Okay. Is that why you try not to stripper dance? And don't too? settle. Yeah, don't settle. a ring on your finger. Don't settle. Well, I thought that was very, I mean, which that was literally she was like, fuck. do whatever the fuck you want with whoever the fuck you want until there's a ring on your finger. Like, what happened to exclusivity? Yeah. Yeah. She also, yeah. So I find it interesting too, even though I don't care about Tess and Max, but Tess is saying she has feelings for Max. And even though maybe he's not as grounded, like he's really creative and they have a connection. And Andrea was like, no, but hold out. And it was like, because of marriage and money, like you did with Jerry. I mean, that's what she's implying. I know. It was gross. And then we go to Geisha house. I love a scene (laughs) in a Geisha house. Is Geisha house still open? An empty geisha house. Yeah, I the think so. I think so. Um, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh, old friend. I was like, watch it again. Geisha uh, house, ketchup. Um, oh, ketchup's not open anymore. I know that for sure. Yeah, for sure. we had one here. I closed, too. Um, what I want, what I wrote about this whole scene is, I want someone to create for me Javier and Tosh fan fiction. Like I, I want, next, like I was definitely record, I getting a gay vibe from Tosh. Yes. Um, and I was imagining all kinds of things going on underneath that table. I so, mean, I, I don't know him. how, I don't know how they didn't like actually laugh at some of the jokes they were making because I thought that they were funny. They were funny. Like, like when they said, uh, when they said, like, "What's their hit song? I put a spell on you." Like I actually <laughs> laughed. Like I thought it was really funny. Or yeah, when, all Twitter stuff was funny. Or when they were like, there no wizards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let's chat about that for a second. So they're all having dinner, and is it Tess or Alexis? I think it's Tess. It was Tess. Who was invites, Tess. These invites two them to the show. To Max's show. Why? No, I think she says that it's. It sucks that they're leaving. Our friends are playing at the House of Blues. It'd be so fun if you guys could come. So kind of like an empty invite, but it was still very weird. It's like, cool. Wait, was it so... a flex on her part? Was it some kind of flex? Like, I mean, because she said a friend. I mean, she didn't yeah. say the other guy that I'm dating. Right. I, it, it made no sense to me whatsoever. The only thing that would make sense is if she was working behind the scenes for Max and wanted to get the House of Blues in the episode as much as possible and thought if I mention this enough times, one of them will end up on camera. Like, that's, that's the true. only thing that made sense to me. I, I actually... Wrote that down and I said, uh, what did I say? Um, how they were like so serious when they asked if it was a band of male witches. And then I, no, I, wrote down, I said, are Alexis and Tess trying to promote Wicker because they blurted out electro indie pop so in sync that it was yeah. like an Instagram ad? I wrote that down Me and too. I laughed hysterically. And I, obviously, they've been trained electro indie pop, electro indie pop, electro indie pop. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. And then Max conveniently calls. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed very orchestrated. And you also missed my little quip that I had. I was like talking while I keep interrupting you guys. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> when you said what were they trying to create, and you were trying to say like a, a house of blues and stuff, and I was like, I, I said a threesome. Like, is <laughs> that what that's like? Yeah. To get Tosh and Max together. That's I was like, I mean, maybe possible. Could have been a end game. Yeah, it's a very possible. Just saying. Career as a cyber girl. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so Max calls, and I guess he misses her. Yeah. According to this phone call. Which is very interesting, because we get all of this Max calling stuff now, but yet, allegedly, when she was in Cabo calling Max, yeah, he was not responding at all. Right. Probably because it was all like, give me more drugs. Right. And then the whole thing is kind of a <laughs> setup for Alexis and Javi to leave the table and have a whisper conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, what was that? What was that? I, I don't know why they were whispering. I don't understand why they couldn't use their full voices. No one was anywhere near them. <laughs> no. They were at the bar. I don't... I was too distracted by her mascara boogers to pay attention <laughs> Like, what the fuck? It was so gross. Clumps. 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 In the, like, in the inside of her eye. It was horrifying. Yeah. 
And so she, he wants to know what's going on with her court case, but she just won't tell him anything. She said, it's too embarrassing. It's too embarrassing. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And he's like, well, I have a lot of friends in LA. Like implying he already knows, knows, but he wants to hear it from her and she just won't say anything. And then the whole evening plummets to the ground. This liked her past tense. Yeah. Yeah. I like, we liked each other. I liked you. Yeah. I'm a little confused too. Like why bother bringing these girls to dinner if you were going to basically be like, fuck you, bitch. You didn't tell me what's going on. I'm over this. Right. Unless it was like the last ditch effort to try and get her to admit it to him. I like, I have a lot of friends in LA, like, hint, hint, hint. I want to hear yeah. from you. I already know. Just, like, be honest with me and tell me the truth. Right. But then... And where's my wallet? Yeah. <laughs> when they... I'm missing some clothes. <laughs> when they went swimming with dolphins, don't you remember that you laughed because you were like, I didn't know it was called the burglar bunch. She brought it up to him in Cabo. Oh, that's right. She said, have you heard of the burglar bunch? And you were like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, she's trying to tell him about <laughs> the bling. Tree bling ring. So, yeah, all of it. I mean, obviously, this is all very contrived and fake, but, yeah. like, weird. But she's a, quote, honest, good, spiritual person. Uh-huh. <laughs> the spirit. Okay. The spirits were really out in this episode. <laughs> I mean, the what happened from then on was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen. Yes, like it yes. was awkward as fuck. So they get back to the table, and Alexis can't tell him, and she just walks up to Tess and Tosh and says, "It's over." <laughs> and then she chugs that iced tea. Yes, very okay. intently. I was like, "How many shots did you put in that?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Tess says, well, this got so weird. We're not sure what happened with you guys, but we're calling it a night. It's painful. Very painful. And then they leave. Yeah, because we get, as Taylor said earlier, yes. Tasha's amazing line, which is like, you could just Google it. Yeah. Like, just Google it. Yeah. I literally wrote down, thank you, Tosh, for saying what I thought about Googling the entire episode. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And apparently Tosh lives and thrives in L.A. So maybe he's the friend in L.A. who knew all about it. <laughs> and I'm going to be interested after this because I'm going to do a little deep dive, too, on him and see, like, if the Cabo predated Toko Madera and all the stuff he's done in L.A. Oh, there's a – he has his own website with a full bio. All We've right. got many I'm, fun I'm, things. I'm diving in. I'm diving in. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then we get the last scene, which is Max is home. Yay! Yay! Whoa. And guys – I checked, and yes, Max. Texas's state animal is the armadillo. Is it? Oh, he was correct. So I checked. I checked. So speaking of that, guys, what lovely gift does Max bring Tess from uh, South by Southwest? An armadillo pin and a Lynn Curtain cup. Oh, is that who made it? No, I'm just. I'm just yeah, it looked like. Oh, Lynn Curtain. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was thinking. Oh, a hundred percent. I liked how that was supposed to be some big, like, was it a design? Because it just looks like your average rock and roll studded leather bracelet. Like, whatever. I mean, it probably like, was. Yeah. The pin probably costs more than the bracelet. So, my favorite thing about the armadillo pin is when he's explaining what an armadillo is. And he says, you They're see them on the, the side of the road all the time. <laughs> oh, how romantic you thought of me. What kind of like fuck? your career, Max. Yeah. Well, PSA to everyone listening um, from your from your local PA. So fun fun fact. <laughs> um, don't touch armadillos. It's how you get leprosy. <gasps> Shut up. Yes, really? You get. I, I learned this in my neurology rotation. So do not touch a dead armadillo on the side of the road. You will get leprosy. Okay, um, bacteria from them gives you yeah, leprosy. So the that's one of the main. Know. That's one of the main ways that you get it in the United States now. Oh, so fun fact, glad that, is... that I could get that PSA. I'm glad that PA school paid off. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh. No armadillos for me. Nope. Um, and then Max tells us that he has had no groupies. None. Groupie free. The other boys. Other boys maybe gotten some trouble not... last night, but not him. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that he said it like that, almost like she had heard about it. Yeah. Like it was weird. Well, Alexis used to date the drummer, right? Oh, yes, yeah. maybe they did hear about it. Yeah. Um, and then that's it for the episode. And then we get some very dramatic scenes from the next and the finale. And is it an hour? Yeah. It's an hour. It looked like it. It has to be, right? It's got to be an hour. Man, um, all the screaming about a drug being a drug addict. And yeah. Poor oh, man. Uh, oh, Tess man. gets a job. Orlando Bloom is going to court. <laughs> um, Andrea finds the drugs. Um, Max and Tess are over. And we get the trial. It's going to be a good one. 
Now, because we finally have Taylor here, and Taylor used to work in PR, yes, um, any good and exciting stories for us that are not pretty wild related? Oh, I mean, I feel like I always did every like episode that you guys said like had. Um, I mean, the sleazy tea thing is still comical. It's amazing. I mean, I love that my coworker started calling me that when we went to. I think we were like renting a house for some post award show party or something and like he was the guy showing us around and we got back to the office and I was like he was on the hills and <laughs> my coworker was like was he though and I like had to find the episode where they like where they have the name Chiron at the bottom that says like Sleazy T and I was like see and then she started calling me Sleazy T after that but um I'm trying to think like what was your I mean, favorite celebrity interaction Ooh, good one. Oh, um, See if you had one. Like, you must have well, had one. I mean, like, I, had, I had plenty, but, um, I mean, I definitely, before Comic-Con one year, uh, we, one of my clients was Patron, and so we, they have a train that goes from um, L.A. to San Diego. Was and, Kelly on it? What? Was Kelly on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was not on the train. <laughs> but, um. I understand the it's in the joke. Hope everyone's watching Real Housewives of County too. Um, and uh, it was right when Breaking Bad was like becoming a big thing, and so um, I'm blanking on his real name. The actor who Aaron plays Paul. Jesse Pinkman, yeah, Aaron Paul. He was there with his wife, and we didn't know that he was he was going to take like the regular train to San Diego. And he, my boss didn't know that he was doing that. And so he like sicked me on him. And I'm like in heels, like running through this train station, <laughs> begging him to come on this train. And his wife looked at me like I was psychotic. He looked like me at me like, I guess so. And they didn't <laughs> go on the train, sadly. Oh, but, wow. um, but that was, that was fun chasing people, um, like literally running after them. Um, Diplo told my boss that I shouldn't work the front door at an event for Sundance because he knew that I was such a big fan and I wanted to go inside to watch the show. So he told my boss that someone else should work the door that night. So you could go watch the show. So or I could go inside you're... and watch the show. Well, that's awesome, though. Oh, that's, that's a good story. That's I, really thought meant... I thought you meant because you were like, she's such a fan, get her away from me. Like, yeah. No, no, no. He was like, you, she wants, like... This girl wants to come watch the show Slatter. Don't make her stand outside oh, in the snow. That's, that's awesome. Now, so, so it was someone... also before he was pretty big yet. Like, a lot of people didn't know who he was. And I was doing some sort of, like, gifting suite. And I saw the names of all the celebrities. And, like, Paul Rudd was on it. And, like, all these, like, real people. And, of course, I, I saw Diplo. And I was just like, oh, my God, it's over. I was like, that's who I need to meet. I love <laughs> Diplo. And, um... And so, like, nobody else cared. Just me. So, like, he wasn't that big of a deal yet. <laughs> Now, did you get to talk to him at all? Yeah. So my question for you is, is James Vanderbeek portrayal of him and what would Diplo do accurate? I haven't seen that. Girl, get on it now. It is hilarious. I've I've been like locked in a room. You haven't seen it either? No. What is that? Oh my God, it's hilarious. So it's on Hulu. Um, I can't remember. I think it was on Vice or something originally. And James Vanderbeek plays Diplo and he's just like the wacko. resemblance I can see yeah he's just I mean, like he's fake spiritual and because oh. you know Diplo was starting all those Twitter wars yeah. and like it's it's a funny show it's really I funny think, I recommend I it. think that's probably that sounds more accurate to Diplo now as opposed to Diplo like circa 2011 2010 so that's a little I think he was far more chill I think this was like right after um, like paper planes with MIA and stuff. It was it was still like very early on where he wasn't like a huge deal yet. So I think that it was he wasn't as weird. He was a lot like he was super normal at that point. Now well, that, like, I mean I just saw that I saw them interview him at the Grammys and I was just like, what the fuck are you wearing, dude? <laughs> like no. And like but, also like why are we why do we care what Diplo has to say about Kobe? Like. Yeah. Wow. I don't see oh. the connection with that, but... Speaking of which, I wanted you, while you're here, I saw on your social media that you were personally affected by the Kobe Bryant yes. crash. And I want you to promote your GoFundMe. Oh, it's so not please mine. Tell... It's, it's one but, that... No, I mean, I know it's not yours, yeah. but like, please it's, tell everyone... It's, it's for Christina Mauser. Um, now, though, um, Vanessa Bryant recently just tweeted um, that they opened a new website called... Uh, I think it's called Mamba on 3... 
okay. org, and that is uh, primarily uh, to fundraise for all of the families that were affected. So the Mauser family, which I knew, um, her husband taught me in my K-3 school, and she taught at my K-3 school, which is where Gigi went to school. And um, Natalia, their oldest daughter, uh, Kobe's oldest daughter, uh, goes to my high school. And uh, and Kobe used to live next door to us. So it's it's been very weird to yeah, be I knew home they... at this time. Um, especially like going to Starbucks. There's like balloons outside of Starbucks and there is one outside the nail place that we'd always see him in. And like uh, my dad was saying how he'd always like run into Kobe at Starbucks in the morning because like who's there at 5.30 in the morning? Like a professional athlete and a doctor. Those yeah. two. And he would always go like, hey doc, how are your girls? And my dad would say like, they're good and he would say he'd ask Kobe how his were and um and he'd always go tell a shit doc they're tell a shit <laughs> and um and so uh last night after the after the tribute for the game uh my dad was like I thought I was a girl dad and I was like you have a son you're not primarily a girl dad <laughs> he's like I was a girl dad first I was like you're not the same dad it, it's not the same so I'm um, I think the Mamba on three stuff is probably the best bet um, okay because I know that the um, Altabello family, they have a daughter who's in high school here. Not my As high school, well. but uh, one of the pri- one of the uh, public high schools. Because um, that family, they lost the mother, the father, and the 13-year-old. They have a high schooler, and then they have a, an older son, I think, who's, like, done with college. So um, that I can't even imagine, like, losing, like, your parents and your sibling. And then um, it's also for the pilot family and... Uh, for the Chester family, which was uh, a mother and a daughter as well. And then Christina Mauser's family, she has three kids or had three kids. Um, so her husband was on Anderson Cooper, I think like on Tuesday. And um, he's in like a local band around here too. And they taught, at, they, he taught Spanish. Um, but yeah, so I think that website's probably the best one. Okay, well, I will um, I will look it up and I will tweet Just it look out. Just on Vanessa Bryant's um, Instagram. She has a link to it? Okay, I'll find yeah. it and then I will tweet it out. And so any of you listening, if you would like to donate, like you're, you, you please do and yeah. donate in honor of Taylor here as our special guest. Oh, right. yes. um, okay, well, that's about it, right? I think yeah. we've covered everything. Oh, Thank and I can tell you guys one thing. Oh, yeah, please go right ahead. A yes. shout out that I promised to my friend. Go, go right. Because um, yes, go right I ahead. told her that I was... I told her I was doing this and she started listening to you guys and she was like, Oh my God, they are my people. Like oh, I hi. love this. She like binged this whole part of like the whole pretty wild part. Um, like in like two days or something, <laughs> which I mean, I usually do pretty quickly too. And then when you guys take a hiatus, I like go back and I listen to both. Like, oh, both. thank you. Well, thank you. And I'm nerdy her. and weird. Um, and also, do you want to give anyone any of your social media stuff? You're more than well. I mean, yeah, do you want to give sure. your Twitter, Instagram, anything? Yeah, go, go, um, go for it. Yeah, I mean, my Instagram is public now. So uh, <laughs> it's Taylor Anderson 87, I think. And my Twitter is T Anderson 87, I think. <laughs> um, I can always just send it to you. You can retweet it or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, and I do. And I have, you, if you go to our Twitter, you'll see, like, I like and follow. conversations. And, and, <laughs> yes, and I always retweet what Taylor, so you guys can find her that yeah. way as well. And then I follow, we only follow on the pod reality people, but I personally follow her, so you can yeah. also find her on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then real quick, before we wrap up, I want to ask you if you have any suggestions, because we are trying to figure out what we're going to do next. I was so actually going to ask what you guys were going to do next. We have a couple. Cast, that, cast your vote. Yeah, so we have a couple. So anything you'd like to vote for? I was going to ask that, and then also I was going to ask if you ever think of just going like a little bit Alexis every single time you talk about Alexis, because I know you like Shits Creek. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> we just play it in the background. I love Shits Creek. I like that idea. What are what are some of the options that I can vote for? Um, so I mean, anything off the top of your head? If there's anything you like, I can't but think of anything because before I was always like, yes, NYC Prep, yes, Pretty Wild, and then you've done them both. So, so we um, were thinking maybe Princesses Long Island is definitely in the running. Yeah. Um, what oh, were some dude, of the other ones? Gall- was Gallery Girls one season? Gallery Girls was one yeah. season. The problem is another podcast just did it, and so we don't yeah. want to like piggyback on them. Right. Um, we have a list of almost fifty. Yeah. What um, was that? There was another show that was similar to a Gallery Girls that was on Bravo that was only one season, I think. I remember liking it at that time. 
There was Rich um, Girls on MTV. Yeah, Rich Girls on MTV. There was Eighth and Ocean on MTV. Eighth and Ocean. Oh, Eighth and Ocean. Eighth and Ocean was great. It okay. was really good. All right. So maybe that, well, let's, did let's you ever watch the, that? I did not. So let's put that at the top. Okay. But we'll put that at the top. Yeah. I'm also, that. I'm holding out for that show that Frank talked about one time about all the people who run the, like, dude ranch in Hollywood. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I don't know. Saddle why. Ranch. Saddle Ranch. Never, oh, yeah. I, I've been to Saddle Ranch. I it remember was, they were filming that show, like, when I lived in L.A. and it was still, like, super popular to go there. Yeah. It just seems so random. I never watched but, it, though. It's it's pretty funny and crazy. So well, let's let's do saddle ranch shape. The nurse will be up there. All right. All right well, thank you yeah. so much, Taylor, thank for being our special me. guest. Congratulations on graduation. Um, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye, Taylor. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymarebe at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>